Welcome to The Higher Drive. I'm Mark David. Unlike many experts, I've personally navigated the tough job-seeking terrain, not as an MBA or coach, but as someone who's felt the challenges firsthand. Here, we'll share real-life insights, tips, and tools, all in bite-sized episodes tailored for your busy life. Let's make your job journey a little easier together. I had a long podcast today. Started out with a really good question. It's turned into a 14-page document, and I figured that's not really going to work for a podcast. So the question was, for someone who is seasoned, more than 10 years experience in management, HR, insurance, adult education, etc., how can this person break into the IT AI world? Everybody wants experience in that field, any direction. And so I decided that this particular podcast would be titled Bridging the Experience Gap because you're seeing a lot of exponential growth within the IT and the AI industries, but there's a lot of people who are in different industries who would like to break into that, and they're coming up with this this age-old job paradox. You need experience to get a job, but you need a job to gain experience. And that's when this thing took a turn and just started turning into some 14-page synopsis. What I really want to do is break it down as quickly and concisely as I can. I did myself, just to put in a side note here, I did go from the Windows Active Directory IT world over into cybersecurity. And I will be honest, it was a lateral transfer. It was very difficult to do because I ran into the same thing. They'd look at you. You got IT, you know computers, but you really don't have any cybersecurity experience. So I ran into that too. It was a little easier for me and then I was still in technology and I did have years of experience and I was able to make those transitions and those changes in order to get myself to where I needed to be, which is in a cybersecurity job, which is exactly where the exponential growth was going. So how can we do this for you? How can we talk about this? There's the value in transferable skills. So everything that you've talked about, and I'm assuming here, is that you've worked in these different departments. You've gone to board meetings. You've dealt with project management. You've dealt with people. You've done all these things before, just like I did. And those soft skills are also extremely transferable. So you can't just discount them as, well, I have to know IT or I've got to know artificial intelligence or I'm out. That's not true. If you don't understand artificial intelligence at all, but you're able to create an account and look at a text box and ask a question, that's how you learn. And how would you do that? If you've had a lot of years of writing or being clear in your direction, or this is what I want the outcome to be, you're already a basic prompt engineer right there. And with a lot of trial and error, you're actually going to get pretty good. So it isn't something you just have to have. People gain those skills from their soft skills. So you need to take advantage of those skills in understanding that the job description is going to talk about the things that your employer wants you to be able to do. But you have to come along and show them with these other skills that you're able to do them and learn them on the job. That's just part of it. A lot of times when we're pushing ourselves to new levels, we're not doing things that we've done before. That's the whole point. So there's a huge value in transferable skills. And 
Your strategic thinking aligns with technical projects for business goals, your collaboration, your team dynamics, and the role that you've had with all your professionals over the years. That does transfer into IT projects. If you don't understand a particular piece of technology, you can learn it. You can watch YouTube videos. You can understand it. You can ask the questions. But it is really hard to learn project management. That's a skill in itself. So if that's something that you've already had, and now you're just worried about transferring that to IT, make sure to sell those transferable soft skills. I don't think they get enough play. You see them on job descriptions, but they're relatively weak, meaning team player, able to learn and adapt quickly and move the, hit the ground running and just a bunch of mumbo jumbo. But those skills do matter. And you need to be able to put those into a resume and make them stand out in a way that doesn't sound like jargon, right? So that's where you come in with AI and all these other tools. How do I make it sound like my project management experience is not jargon because it's not? Segment two, I had a, quite a few pages on upskilling in the digital age. And, and basically what that means is when I started transferring from Windows into cybersecurity, I just started studying for those certifications. Even if I wasn't going to take the certification or take the test, it really gave me some insight into understanding sort of what the technical jargon was, what are the things I needed to understand in order to go into this field. And so when I would go into interviews, I started to actually speak that way. And I think that makes massive difference. I started studying for my CompTIA Security Plus and I passed it. But in studying for it, I started to realize what I needed to learn, what other concepts I needed to learn, how I needed to talk. And when I started studying for my CISSP, which was a recommendation from a friend, he said, even if you're not going to take this test, even if you're not going to do it, just Study the book, start reading it, because when you go to interviews, when recruiters are talking to you and doing this stuff, these are the things they're going to be talking about, and you want to use that language. And so this upskilling or learning, so Coursera, any type of you like Udemy, YouTube, start learning, right? Just start getting out there, branching out and learning and doing these things, because what you're doing in your initial question, and even mine was, I'm here. I don't know how to get there. I guess there's nothing I can do. Not true. What you can do is start getting into that world and start taking courses for free and looking at them and start studying for certifications or tests in that area or whatever. And you start getting yourself into that mindset. And next thing you're talking to recruiters, you're talking to hiring managers, and it's making a lot more sense to you than it initially did before. And there's a lot of workshops and boot camps that you can do. And some of those are online. And that will also get you some experience. Now there is the real world applications and that's applying through personal projects, collaboration, emphasizing hands-on experience. So I had an interesting conversation with somebody who basically wanted to do a similar thing. They got a degree over here, but they want to do this over there. And how are they supposed to get to this how are they supposed to get to this, this next level? And so what it came down to was, you're not making stuff up, 
But if you are doing personal projects for a boot camp, or you're deciding, hey, I'm going to help out with some type of cybersecurity initiatives, or I'm going to help people make their computers more secure, and you go volunteer for an organization to do that, sure, you're not getting paid at a job, but you are doing personal projects. You are getting that hands-on experience, and that does get to go on your resume, and you are not lying about that experience. Now, should you do that? Yeah, because you need to have some, that gets you a little bit around that, I can't get a job without the experience, and I can't get experience without a job. Not necessarily true if you're doing it for a pro bono or some other type of work, or you're designing something like a website. So if I design my own website just for me, and I do all the work in the background, you're saying that can't go on my resume because I didn't do that because someone didn't pay me from uh, a third, you know, second party, third party organization. That's not true. I can absolutely put that on my resume that I built a website for X company and that company can be mine. You're not lying. It's what you did. And it's a real world application and it does give you experience. So in essence, in some little way, you're creating a job for yourself to get your own experience. And if that's what you have to do in order to get that type of experience to show that you can do these type of things, and while you're studying for certifications, you're creating your own path. So what people usually do is they, I want to transition to something else, and you wait for someone else to create that path for you. And that is very hard to do. So now you are creating your own path. And it does work in a limited capacity, but it does work. And I would give some serious thought to that. Then we're going to talk about networking. So what about networking in this world, the role of networking? I did not reach out to recruiters personally or try to connect with hiring managers and do that whole rigmarole. It's so different now with so many people applying and everything being online and sales and all this stuff. It is very difficult to get yourself out there. In fact, even with this podcast, if I had done this podcast, this one, back in 2009, and just somehow got it out there because it was technically hard to get podcasts out there and people to subscribe and all this, but they did. You're a superstar because there's not a lot of competition. You do it now. And now I'm using Descript to record this and it's, it transcribes everything for me when I'm done. And the audio just goes into Captivate and boom, it's put out there. It is so easy to do this now, which means it's really easy for everyone to do it, which means everybody could do easy apply on LinkedIn, everyone created podcasts. It's much harder to get your voice out there because you don't stand out as much because it's just easy to do. So that role of networking, slightly changed. Platform and events. So going to things, right? Going to events that are potentially free in your area is really good. I went to the RSA conference and that's in my world of IT. And it was very cheap just to get a ticket to walk around on the floor. But you know what? Walking around the floor, talking with people in that industry really got me motivated to continue to the pursuit of interviewing and getting engaged in that industry, asking the questions, seeing the products and technologies that were out there. And it really helps to be part of that. So if there are industry events that you can go to for this, whatever role that you want to do, do it. It could be a meetup. 
it could just be an event where it's a cheap pass to go walk an expo show floor. Not all of them are that way, but some of them are. Do it. And if it isn't just to hear people, it's to hear the topics, it's to hear briefings, it's to go around to booths and see what's out there and get yourself engaged in that world. You're engaging yourself. You're creating that path. And so you can then start to step into informational interviews. So what are those? Back in the day, you used to try to do an interview with a friend. Hey, ask me these questions and we're going to practice coaching. Now there's a whole like job coach dot interview and all these things online where you can practice those questions to go out there. I always felt like just getting my resume out there and applying to as many jobs that I could that were in my field to talk to recruiters was an interview in itself, an informational interview. And it helped me practice that skill that I was lacking previously because I didn't spend the time to do it. And I think that's like really important to do is to be able to interview and be able to talk to people along those lines. I think we could take those 14 pages and we can really tone it down a bit so that this is a little bit more understandable for you. And that is taking those soft skills and those transferable skills and realizing that makes a heck of a lot of difference moving into a new career. So while it doesn't look like it's a one-for-one and it may not be, it doesn't get played as much, but you really should play it up because it matters. I would much rather have in my career, let's say I was going to take on an intern to work where I'm at right now. I would rather someone have a lot of really soft skills than understand everything about cybersecurity and security and all these things. If they have the ability to self-start, to take direction, to learn, to teach themselves, and they can show me that is something that they can do, I, I would want that because I know that learning about how to turn on 2FA for Okta or how to set up a password manager, you can learn that by watching YouTube. You can learn that by going to the vendors. You can learn that by watching product documentation or doing it yourself. That's not really the hard part, right? We're not talking about large language model production or things where it takes a PhD to do that. I'm talking about just general IT and AI industry and things like that. But those soft skills matter, but they're hard to get people to understand, especially when you're showing them a resume because they have a job description that has things that they want you to do and soft skills don't transfer one-to-one. So it is a little bit of a stretch to do that, which is why I go back to You've got to get around that. How do I get experience if I can't get a job and I can't get a job if I don't have experience? You've got to create your own path. And I don't think a lot of people do that 100%, right? You're going to have to brand yourself and market yourself and give yourself the experience that you need in some capacity in order to start fleshing out a resume to show that not only do I have the soft skills, but I also have started these things on my own. I've learned these things on my own. And oh, guess what? They transfer to the things that you want at your particular place of employment. And what kind of jobs you take, whether you want to start out, maybe maybe you take a little bit of a step backwards in order to take a giant step forward. That is something that I did in my own particular instance. I felt like I had a ton of IT career experience. 
that was extremely valid. And those are the things I needed to make sure that I did. But I also sort of wanted to, how do I transfer that over? I really wanted to do cybersecurity, but I can't prove like I'm a senior engineer. I haven't done that. So I took a little bit of a step back and now I've taken a giant leap forward. Some people don't want to do that. It depends on your particular situation, but that's something to consider. And by step back, I don't mean going from 20 years of professional experience to installing printer cartridges or doing something like really low level help desk. But you do need to think about where do you fit into this world and how are the jobs that you're going to take, how are they going to fit into your next career? So hopefully this podcast is a little bit, a little bit shorter than 14 pages, but I think, I think you should be able to understand what we're doing, what you're doing now, how you can get that experience, how the skills that you've had in your previous job do matter. And a little bit of you can start to make your own pathway by creating, if it's a website or creating a piece of technology or learning or studying for a test, start creating your own experience that goes in the bullet points of that resume. One thing you could always do, start your own company. Yeah, you can be a sole entrepreneur who does not make $10 million and get VC funding, still start your own company, go out and help people, companies, Rotary, whatever you're volunteering to do that under your company name. Guess what you're going to get? Yeah, you're going to get experience doing that. And guess where that's going to go? That's going to go on your resume under your own company that you worked for. It does count. You may have to make a little bit of a transition, but it counts. And that's what you have to understand. You're not making things up. You're not lying about your experience. It doesn't matter if you're any good at what you did. You're trying to do it, but it is experience and you did it and you did it under your own company. And those are the things that you're going to have to do in order to create your own pathway to bridge that gap. Now, you may be lucky and you may find someone who's just willing to take you on and they love who you are or you networked yourself in and like you as a person and you get that job. And that is awesome. That was not my experience. That is some people's experience. But for everybody out there who's trying to do something a little bit different, you have to take some of the things I've mentioned in this to bridge that gap in order to go where you want to go and increase your career and move into something that you want to do. So kudos to you for asking that question. It's a tough one. It is not an easy, oh, just do this and you're in. It's, it's a lot of work. You're working on yourself and you are, in essence, you're reinventing and recreating yourself, which is a huge deal, but it's very rewarding in the end. So I wish you the best of luck and I hope you enjoy listening to this podcast and hopefully got at least one tiny tip out of it. So until next time. And that wraps up another episode of The Higher Drive. Remember, every no is a step closer to that yes you've been waiting for. Stay persistent, stay motivated, and most importantly, believe in yourself. If today's episode resonated with you, please tell your friends and hit that subscribe button so you'll never miss a beat. Have questions or need some personalized advice? Shoot me an email at mark, M-A-R-C, at justaskmark.com. And if you haven't already, check out the Zero to Hired book available on Kindle and paperback. To learn more and sign up for our free newsletter, visit justaskmark, that's mark with a C, dot com forward slash zero to hired. 
Until next time, keep driving forward and make your job-seeking journey count.